Woody Womack and Adam Gorney here for another edition of Woody versus Gorney. That's what they're calling it. Uh, our week three picks on the year. Gorney, I'm 32 and 16. You are 29 and 19. Couple of sharps over here, huh? Yeah, really. We should get paid for this. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would advise people to uh, be a little wary as we continue to move on throughout the year because uh, <laughs> thanks. If you've today. made your money, good luck. But if not, uh, who knows? All right, uh, starting us off, Gorney, game of the week, number 13, Miami, at number 24, Texas A&M. And boy, a fishy line, very fishy. Six-and-a-half-point favorite for Texas A&M, who's believed to be starting Max Johnson, at quarterback. Yeah, this is a suspicious line. I think it's down because of how they looked last week in a loss to App State. In a situation like this, I'm going to actually side with the home team here. And Miami's coming in. They're high-flying. They're excited. I think that's going to end. I'll take Texas A&M by 10. I think it might be a little ugly, a little choppy game. I don't think it's going to be all that smooth. I hope Jimbo puts down his 45 papers that he always holds and lets Max Johnson play the quarterback position. It's always like this, though, in betting. It, you know, Texas A&M looked horrible against App State. They couldn't stop the run. The next week, they're more, way more motivated. Big, big game, huge atmosphere. I'll take the Aggies. Yeah, this one is very tricky. I was leaning towards Texas A&M before I knew what the line was going to be, just because I figured they're going to be there's going to be some value after them losing. Six six and a half is a it's a big number, but I'm going to go with you. I'm taking Texas A&M. I think the key matchup here is going to be the Aggies D line against Miami's offensive line, which has kind of struggled which is weird to say with Mario Cristobal as the coach, but, you know, he hasn't had much time to bring in bodies there. So uh, I'm going to take Texas A&M. I'm not, I've never been the biggest Max Johnson guy, but I think he can make some throws down the middle of the field that, that maybe Haynes King was missing on. So uh, give me the Aggies as well. All right, next up, BYU going to Oregon. Oregon, a three-and-a-half-point home favorite. What do you think, Corny? Yeah, this is another one where I think, you know, BYU got beaten up a little bit last week in a win over – Baylor, a huge atmosphere in Provo, a night game. I stayed up for that one. I'm sure you did too. That was exciting. Now they have to go to Oregon, which, you know, is still probably licking their wounds from getting blasted by Georgia in that first game. Feels better after blowing out Eastern Washington. But this is a huge matchup. If Puka Nakua and Gunnar Romney don't play, and it doesn't look like they're going to, BYU's top two receivers, I'm taking Oregon. I love the under in this game, but – a home, a home game, Autzen Stadium, big, big matchup here. I think it's going to be one of the better games of the weekend, but I'm going to side with the Ducks. Yeah, uh, boy, who did Oregon schedule, by the way? They play nine conference <laughs> games, then they play Georgia and yeah. BYU. So great, right. great job there. No wonder why the Pac-12 can ever make the playoff. Uh, <laughs> but that's, a, that's another discussion. I'm going to take the Ducks as well, just because I remember going to a game with my dad when Ty Detmer was the quarterback of BYU, and I'm pretty sure they nice. came in there as big favorites, and my dad kept laying, he kept yelling, lay down and die, Ty. So <laughs> take that, Ty Detmer. That's reason enough, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take, take the Ducks. I don't know if Ty Detmer's still around with the program. I remember he was the, the OC there for a while. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take Oregon. All right, next up, another game that is very interesting, surprisingly uh, – Penn State going to Auburn. Auburn, a three-point home underdog. I thought Auburn would be ranked going into this one. Yeah, I thought so, too. It's it's definitely interesting. Again, I love the under in this game. I think it's 49-and-a-half. I think it's going to be kind of a slobber knocker. I think Penn State's going to try to go in there and run the ball, probably start Clifford, put Alar in, 
or Alar, or, you know, they've, they've said it. I've, I watched the uh, Harrisburg Patriot news podcast after each game and they, they pronounce it differently each time too. But I don't think Penn State wants to go in there and throw the ball around. I don't think they're capable of doing that. So I think it's going to be one of those low-scoring, tight games throughout. Probably side with Auburn, but uh, I like the uh, I like the under here, and I'm going to take Penn State because I just don't know if Auburn's any good, and I don't trust TJ Finley. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Uh, we've got a lot of the same picks this week. I, I think Penn State probably should have won the game last year. I felt like uh, – the way it went down, it was it was sort of an odd ending. I'm not a big Finley guy either. And, uh, yeah, I, I think Penn State's going to be ready for this one. Uh, and like you said, this could be make or break for Auburn. If they go to 3-0, and all of a sudden they're, they're looking like a great season. Uh, but, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and go with Penn State. Next up, Georgia, number one, going to South Carolina as a 25-point favorite. If this was, you know, if this was a game that was like the 330 – SEC game. I'm not even sure if they still have those because of the all the TV tie-ins and stuff. But this is a noon kick, and I don't love that 82% of the money is on Georgia. But I'm going to take Georgia here. Um, you know, South Carolina has not been great early in the season in terms of stat differential. Uh, they 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 really haven't blown out teams in the way that they should have early in the season. They go to Arkansas, and Arkansas ran all over them. I think George is going to run all over them and stop them on defense every time. I'll take 42-10, something like that. A very comfortable Georgia win. I'll I'll actually lay the points here and take the dogs. Yeah, this one's kind of tricky because everything tells me that we should be treating Georgia like, you know, Alabama historically. Like no line is too high, especially with the way right. they're playing. But I have that game stuck in my head from a couple of years ago when they went up to South Carolina against a bad South Carolina team and lost. So I'm going to take South Carolina maybe for like a backdoor cover situation. Uh, and when Georgia's up 55 to three, I'll feel really stupid. <laughs> but that's that's going to be my pick on that one. Uh, number six, Oklahoma going to Nebraska, starting off the Mickey Joseph era. Nebraska, 11 point home underdog. People are going to love this game. I think Nebraska is going to come out loose and excited to play. I, I, you know, I, I think that they're not going to be tight at all. They really have nothing to lose at this point. Um, you know, their coach is gone and, and all of that stuff is behind them. And Woody, this is a flip game. So most of the public is on Oklahoma. Most of the money is on Nebraska. I follow the money to the window. I'm taking the Huskers. I don't think they win, but I think this is 31-21. Yeah, I'm going to do the opposite. I'm going to play the the square play because <laughs> I think people are thinking, oh, the new coach bump. Oh, he stopped playing music at practice. They're focusing oh, wow. on you know, humbling the kids. It's like, no, this is a different. This is not the 80s. I got news for you. Sorry, right. sorry, Nebraska fans. These kids want music at practice and they could be. I'm worried you're on checkout watch. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, yeah. I know there's a lot of momentum there, people feeling good. I have a feeling that those good feelings are going to come to an end. Even though Oklahoma started really slow last week, looked ugly in the first half last week, uh, I'm going to go ahead and take the Sooners to cover and cover uh, big. Next up, Ole Miss going to Georgia Tech. Uh, Georgia Tech, a 17-point home underdog. Yeah, this is um... – you know, all of the uh, trends lead to an under here. And it's, I think, 59 and a half, maybe 61, something like that, which is strange because you'd think that Ole Miss would kind of come in and put up 55 and, and win pretty easily here. 
unders usually go to the underdog. Um, you know, but that this Georgia team can't move the ball and score. And Lane will figure out a way to score 28 points. I don't think Georgia Tech gets the 10. I'll take Ole Miss here. I'll ride the Lane train right to the money window. Yeah, another person whose who's scheduling prowess needs to be questioned is Georgia right, Tech. Yeah. They go to UCF next week. It's like, why? You know, I would have bought out of that game. We'd be playing Kennesaw State or something. I can tell you that right now. So I'm going to take Ole Miss. Uh, this is a big game for them on the recruiting front. Lane wants to go in there and show the kids in Atlanta that they can put up points. And, uh, yeah, I like the Rebels. Next up, Texas Tech going to NC State. An unusual matchup. We usually don't see the Big 12 ACC crossovers. This one should be entertaining. NC State a 10-point favorite. Yeah, I actually love NC State in this game. I think it's one of the one of my you know lock picks. If we had Stone Cold locks, which we should, um, this might be one of them. Texas Tech is coming off a very emotional close win over an in-state team uh, at home. Now they have to basically travel halfway across the country to play what I think is a very good NC State team. Um, so I just don't see them getting up for this. I think Joe McGuire is going to try his best, but. Coming in 2-0, I think this line should probably be in the 16-and-a-half range. I'm going to take the Wolfpack. Wow, bad, bad pick. <laughs> bad job by you, as our boys at Mike and the Mad Dog would say. Uh, I'm going to take it, Texas State. NC State's not the number 16 in the team in the country. I got news for you. They should have lost the ECU game. The, they're not very good, in my opinion. I'm, Texas Tech, the jury's still out. They should be ranked after the win they had last week. Uh, yeah. thrilling win at home so uh give me the red raiders and the little cactus emoji or whatever uh <laughs> whatever their, their thing cactus emoji means something else for a lot of people on the internet but for texas tech fans it's it's there so give me that as one as long as i don't see a pineapple emoji i'm okay <laughs> next up uh number 11 michigan state going to washington this one i like this one going it's gonna be a fun one to watch washington a three and a half point home favorite as well yeah yeah and and that place um gets pretty loud at night. I think it's going to be, you know, an exciting game, a big matchup. They're going to have a lot of recruits there, Washington, but I think that they're going to be disappointed. Michigan State's going to go in there, big 10 them up, run the ball, smash it at them, and then throw over the top when they load the box. I'm going to take Michigan State. I think the game is close. I think it's an exciting game. Um, even if it is lower scoring, I'm going to take the Spartans here because I think they're actually a pretty good football team right now. I'm gonna go with some classic logic. We got a we got a late kickoff with 7:30 Eastern. You know, <laughs> a little sleepy now. <laughs> um, I I think it's really tough to play at Washington. I I know Michigan State plays in a lot of tough places, but this line is fishy for me. I like Michael Penix. I I, I kind of like the vibe of Washington. They had a bad year last year, but I think that was Jimmy Lake related, not talent yeah. related. So. Uh, Give me the Huskies. I, I, I'm taking uh, Washington to win and cover at home. That would be a, a big upset for them and get the, the program going. Next up, UConn going to Michigan. Michigan, another huge number, 47 and a half point favorites. Yeah, and, you know, there's so much talk about the quarterback situation there and playing two and whatever else and however that's going to work out. I think Harbaugh's mad. I think he wants to put 63 on the board, and UConn will have nothing to do with it. One of my rules in betting is if the number looks high, it's not high enough. Michigan 63-10, that covers. I'm taking the Wolverines here. I'm going with the classic uh, coach respect angle here. Jim Mora, 
Jim Harbaugh. I can't remember if they liked each other or didn't like each other when they were. It seems uh, like they wouldn't like each other. You you would think so, but uh, I know I yeah, I know I know I don't like one of them. I'm not going to say which one. <laughs> Might not be the one you think, but I'm going to take uh, I'm going to take UConn. Uh, I I Oof. think we had success last week with the Hawaii uh, against Michigan. So yeah, give me give me UConn to cover. They're better than you think, Gorny. This is not this not your dad's UConn football team. <laughs> Texas State uh, going to Baylor. Baylor a thirty point home favorite. Yeah, this is a tough one, too, because I think Baylor wants to kind of feel good about themselves after last weekend, but I'm going to take Texas State here. 30 is too many points. I don't think Baylor's offense is all that explosive. Um, you know, Texas State is not a good football team by any stretch, but I think 30 is too high. If they, if they get to 32, if they get to 35 or 42 points, uh, Texas State could score 14. So, I'm going to take Texas State. I think this is one of those games where Aranda just wants to get a win and get out of there and keep moving on. Um, I'll take Texas State, whatever their mascot name is. Bobcats, great town. Uh, yeah, me and uh, Andrew Ivan spent a week there one night. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> a long time ago. Give me Baylor. Big number, uh, but Texas State is not very, it's not very good. Um, so yeah, we'll both, we'll both ride with that one. Next up, Louisiana Monroe going to Alabama, 49 and a half, huge number. Yeah, it is a huge number, but I'm going to go with the, the, with the crimson tide here. Louisiana Monroe is in for a world of hurt because Alabama's offense did not look very good last week. They, they basically stopped running the ball, even though they had, you know, a huge run for a touchdown. They had offensive line issues with false starts. Their, their receivers are not all that explosive and then had trouble catching the ball um, from Bryce Young, who throws like one of the prettiest balls ever known to man. So I don't know. I think Saban is mad about last weekend. I think he wants to prove it. UL Monroe will have no chance against them. I'll take 56 nothing. Yeah, I'm going to take it as I'm going to take Alabama as well. I think this is a get right game. I, th I think there were some nerves. I mean, we saw Will Anderson jumping offside, yeah. making dumb penalties, stuff he doesn't usually do. Uh, there was a lot of Bill O'Brien slander when in actuality, the receivers couldn't catch. They I mean, catch. Uh, you know, finally they got Ja'Cory Brooks involved and he yeah. kind of made a difference. But it's like a lot of these guys, I mean, guys who had problems catching the ball, like, you know, we, we talked about this track stars. You know, great. He runs a 10-4. Can he catch? Uh, right. We saw that for them last week. So, uh, yeah, give me Alabama as well. Another intriguing game, Liberty at number 19, Wake Forest. Wake Forest, a 16-and-a-half point favorite. Yeah, I'm going to take Wake Forest here and keep riding that train. I had them last week against Vandy. They're going to be able to score. And this is this Liberty team is not the same offense of, la of last year. Um so, you know, Sam Hartman has looked comfortable last weekend. There was very little rust. I'm going to stick with Wake Forest here. It is a, it is definitely a higher number, um, but I'm going to take Wake Forest. I think this is a good football team that's not getting a ton of respect. I mean, if you take Wake Forest and you take NC State, I'd probably take Wake Forest in that game too. Um, I'm going to take Wake Forest here, although I'm, I do worry about some sort of backdoor cover 34-21 type issue. 
Yeah, that game with Vandy got dicey last week as I had Wake Forest as well down um, as far as the number was concerned. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to take Liberty. I like, uh, you know, you mentioned it's not the same offense. He's still a pretty good quarterback in there. It was on his like ninth school. Um, so, so, so I like, I like Liberty. I always say I like taking them, uh, Toledo at number three, Ohio state, Ohio state, a 32 point favorite. Yeah, I guess, uh, you know, this is going to be a numbers game for me. And so public on Ohio state money on Toledo, 32 too high. I'm taking the rockets. Yeah, no way, Gorney. This is a – I think they're finally going to – Ohio State's getting healthy. They're without a couple of receivers last week. The line's been creeping down. It was a huge line last week. It's creeping down. Uh, I think it was 44 against Arkansas State, down to 32. Give me the Buckeyes. I think Jackson Smith and Jigba is going to be back and put up uh, some huge numbers as they need to get rolling before they really hit the conference schedule. Uh, Akron at number 15, Tennessee. Tennessee, 47-point favorite. What a number. Yeah, this is another rule of never bet this game because it's just so high. I mean, what what could possibly happen? So they have to get to 49, basically, and shut them out. That's seven touchdowns. That's, I don't know, man. Uh, I'm going to take Tennessee based on my rule. If the number looks so high, <laughs> it's probably not high enough. I'll take Tennessee. It'll probably be 63-10. I'll take the Vols so those uh, the message board doesn't yell at me. Yeah, they can. Tennessee can score no doubt about it, but I still a little worried about their defense. I'm going to take Akron just because 47 to 42 10, you know, doesn't cover. So uh, give me the zips. Next up, 10 doesn't cover. Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, 52 <laughs> 10 doesn't cover either. So give me the zips. USF going to Florida. Boy, Florida wouldn't have scheduled this one back in the day, but now they have no problem fitting it in the schedule. Uh, Florida, 24 point favorite. So how about this? The, the, the public is split 50-50. 94% of the money are on the Bulls. And I think that a lot has to do with Florida's performance against a very good and uh, very doggish Kentucky team last week where they couldn't do a whole lot and Kentucky came in there and really stuck it to them. I don't know if the Florida offense has the firepower here. So I'm going to stick with USF. I'm not crazy about this pick. I just think the number's a little high. If it was 20 and a half, I'd probably go Florida, but 24 seems a little high to me. Yeah, USF has looked much improved, even though they're they're still, you know, not seeing it uh, necessarily in the win column against these bigger schools. But uh, I'm going to take Florida. I think we're going to see Trevor Etienne start to get uh, loose. He looks really explosive. He looks way better than any of their other backs. And I think uh, – him and Richardson can make a pretty good tandem. I, I like them to uh, have one of those days where they're just running it and running it and running it. So give me the Gators. Uh, Pitt going to Western Michigan. Once again, who scheduled this? That's not an interesting game. Uh, Pitt 11-point favorite on the road. Yeah, this is the the boring game of the week. I mean, you know, Pitt at Western Michigan doesn't do a whole lot for me. I think the number's low. Pitt's offense can move it. Their defense will go anywhere and play anybody. Western Michigan, this is not the Western Michigan of P.J. Fleck. I'm going to take Pitt. I'm not crazy about it. 11's a little bit of a weird number that, I don't, uh, that I'm not crazy about. I just think they're going to outclass Western Michigan on the road. You don't go to Kalamazoo and get an easy win ever, but uh, I think the Panthers are going to come out with like a two-touchdown victory. Uh, I'm going to take Western Michigan. Keaton Slow is a game-time decision. 
Pat Narduzzi should have gone for two with a minute and a half left last week. I will continue to beat this in the ground every week. When where are the analytics people, Gorney? Give me, right. you know, Warren Sharp or somebody. Get these college football coaches on the phone and let them know the game is going to be decided by two-point conversions in overtime. Why not use your best one to win the game in regulation? Uh, so give me Western Michigan. Sorry to uh, Ryan Patty, whose brother, Nick, came in last week uh, and was was beat up it did not uh, like that, yeah. yeah so next up louisiana tech going to clemson clemson a 33 point favorite i'm gonna side here with louisiana tech and i get the i get the argument about clemson uh i just don't know if they can score quick enough to get to this number uh i see 42 10 42 14 a clemson a comfortable clemson win but Louisiana Tech is not a horrible football team. They have a very good offensive-minded coach. And Clemson is not – they're just not built to score super, super fast unless they break plays, which they rarely do anymore. So 33 is a lot of points. Um, it's not high enough. I'll take Louisiana Tech, although I think Clemson wins comfortably. Yeah, a lot of emotions for, for Clemson going into this game. I think, uh, you know, I, I don't like Louisiana Tech. I like their coach. I don't like their quarterback situation. They're, they're, they're rotating between two guys. Give me Clemson. I think that this is another get-right game. I think we're going to see Will Shipley maybe have a little bit of a breakout. And uh, I like the Tigers. Next up, UTSA going to Texas. A sneaky good game going to Texas, a 12.5-point favorite. Yeah, this is like a sneaky good game and probably one that I'm going to watch. 12 and a half. Looks like Vegas wants you to take Texas. They they're baiting you with 12 and a half points there. Uh, you know, under two touchdowns. How can't Texas beat lowly UTSA? UTSA is pretty good. Texas is going to be have a little bit of a hangover. Texas wins, but UTSA keeps this close. I'm actually going to take UTSA here and Jeff Trailer. You know, I always love the the Roadrunners. Yeah, I'm going to take them as well. Had that heartbreaker to Houston. I think especially first half. I mean, Texas is, you know, Steve Sarkeesian. Oh, we don't know who we're going to play a quarterback. Yeah. He's being all coy, which is so annoying. Uh, you know, I'm not going to tell you our strategy. I'm not asking you that. Okay. Right. I didn't ask your strategy. Uh, give me the Roadrunners. Yeah. <laughs> I might sprinkle a little money line. Now I'm so angry about it. Uh so yeah, give me UTSA. Uh, San Diego State going to Utah. Utah, twenty-one point favorite. Yeah, I don't think I don't think San Diego State's very good, and and I say that uh, with all due respect. But uh, you know, Arizona completely owned them in the season opener, and then Arizona looked like Arizona against Mississippi State for long stretches. Arizona's getting better. Um, but they're not there yet. And and San Diego State should have looked much better against the Wildcats. Utah is all business. They are a very good football team. Uh, I think they might blow San Diego State out this weekend. Uh, I'm taking the Utes easy 21. Yeah, it used to be you'd always pick San Diego State in these games because uh, they were just waiting to get one of these Pac-12 teams. Yeah. You mentioned the Arizona loss. I'm actually going to take them to give a little backdoor cover, though. I uh, – I don't think Utah's one to really run it up. So even though I think Utah is good and probably a little, still a little underrated, yeah, that heartbreaking loss to Florida, I'm going to take uh, the Aztecs. Okay, last game of the week, and this one highly debated uh, in my text messages, Fresno State at USC, USC, an 11.5-point favorite. Line came opened at 14-plus, Gorney. It's been dropping. 
So we do 50 games and we don't do LSU Mississippi State. I mean, that is the best game of the week. I'm I want to talk about it because it could go either way. USC Fresno State. Now, this line looks far, far too low. Fresno State coming off a loss to Oregon State at home. All the trends and money and everything else points to Fresno State. Now, I don't know why, because USC looked great against Stanford, although Stanford almost backdoor covered them last week. That offense is explosive and prolific. Fresno State is basically made up of guys, USC rejects that USC and other Pac-12 schools didn't want. That might make them fired up about it. I don't know. I, I this, this might be a mistake. I'm taking USC. All right, so I lost value because I – texted you and ryan young our usc publisher that this is classic usc oh they're unstoppable and then fresno state comes to right. town keep in mind i mean against reggie bush it took it took like a miracle for them to win that game where he where he went off just because when these two teams play it's just a weird matchup uh yeah so i'm still going to take fresno state just because i i dug in on it but uh you know, I lost the two. I lost the value. I lost almost three points of value there, but I'm still going to take them. All right. You want to add in LSU? We only do ranked teams. That's the problem, but we'll add in LSU at Mississippi State. Mississippi State, a two and a half point uh, home favorite. So, again, this is one of my favorites. <laughs> LSU, everybody loves them at home. Ooh, Baton Rouge, Death Valley, Tiger Stadium, big deal. Mike Leach. All day here. Mike Leach is going to work Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly's never had to deal with the offense that he's going to see this weekend. It's going to bring mass confusion. I'm taking the Bulldogs. I like this pick very much. And honestly, I don't know how good LSU is. Beating Southern is is no measure. They couldn't beat Florida State. I'm going to take Mississippi State here, who I think is actually a pretty good football team. Yeah, I guess it's the other. I had said it was uh, it was at Mississippi State. It's actually at LSU, like you said. Like I said, you threw me off adding in a late game. I don't even know who's. I'm taking, I'm taking the Tigers. Sure, I don't care. I don't. <laughs> right. this, is, this is an unofficial pick for me. LSU needs to win. This would be tough for them to lose this one, and, and after having lost that game to Florida State, so uh, give me the Tigers in the the must win situation. You take Mississippi State. Uh, that's it for our picks this week. We have these in audio form. We have them in video form. Be sure to check them out on the podcast feeds on the Rivals YouTube channel. We'll be back with more picks next week. Thanks, Gorney. See ya.